Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. What's happening, everybody out there in Atlanta, Georgia today, baby? This your host, Technicia, and you're listening to The Bright Side with Technicia on Blog Talk Radio, baby. Glad to be back with you. Yes, I am. Glad to be back with you up in the building. Supposedly, we expect to rain all this week, so make sure you got your umbrellas and everything. Anyhow, I will have a lovely guest on at the, about 30 minutes after, but I'm going to hit you with tunes and get this thing started. So I hope you're ready because I'm ready. So listen up because we're starting it off right now, baby. Your mom's is so poor. She went to McDonald's and put a shake or a layaway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's so old, she knew Central Park when it's just a plant. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's hair so nappy, she got to take painkillers to comb her hair. <laughs> Yo, 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 for that. You got what I did. Oh, it's over that big Forget them girls, man. I got a little story to tell you. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short miniskirt. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in her ear, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Then when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend. Everything was cool. The tour was 
was over and she went back to school. I called every day to see how she would do it. Every time that I called her, it seemed something was brewing. I called her room, I got picked up, and then I called her again. I said, yo, who is that? Oh, he's just a friend.
yellow lamb, red like yo. They say they cool out and them just came in through the side though. It's so much money on the floor, we buy school clothes. Why you bring a money machine to the club for? And a pint of pound of weed and a keto. Are you a stealth pest? I hate her like a rondo. I upgrade your baby mama to a condo. Like Chapo serving Yale to the gringos. Black Beetle Club clothes when I say so. That girl is a real crowd beat. Small world, all the friends know me. Young bull living like an old beat. Quick release the cash, watch it fall slowly. Right girl still trying to get it. Haters mad for whatever reason. Smoke in the air, binge drink. They lose it when the DJ drops the knee. She's a good teaser. Like a work of art, baby. Uh, uh, baby. Don't fuck with me, I break your heart, baby. I break your heart, baby. Let me 
round up, eight of high with a phone on my hip. Everybody love me. Everybody love me. Everybody love me. You ain't messing with my judgment. Had to remix it, cause I didn't mention me and M. Bowman taking down video vixen. Double O seven boys, we be on missions. He gon' teach them how to Dougie, I'ma make them do the dishes. My palm itches. I get money, do good business. Teach them how to Dougie, God is my witness. Everybody dancing and everybody living. Hey. My Dougie's so fresh, I keep a bunch of fly misses. They all let me cut, no butterfly stitches. Fresher than Febreze, in the major leagues. Yes, I'm the shoe, so I do attract fleas. Every day I pop tags, I'm a fly. I don't even drive, I'm so fly. Big old Body like Serena, make it make it go back and forth. Is your name Aaliyah now? Everybody love me, everybody love me, everybody love me. You ain't messing with my Dougie. Okay, my swagger on flight, my Dougie so fresh. Till it dancing, now I'm on like wings on the jet. Cause we brought it to the hood like a brand new set. Cali where I rap, got the game by the neck. Something like a necklace, shout out to Dallas, Texas. They taught me this dance, now these cooking me breakfast. D-Town Boogie with a little Cali spin. Kelly Swag District, backpack on, snap back on, modern day LL, girls can't leave him alone, Phantom too tone, money too grown, if I stood on my wallet, I'd be eight feet tall, belly fell, turn it up, I'm about to burn it up, on that Kelly good, got a new, it's broke. the right to remain silent. Let me shut up. They see me rolling, they hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. Shine on the deck in the TV screen. Ride with a new chick. She like hold up next to the PlayStation controller. If a full trip, then I'm gonna show ya. Send a jacker into a coma. Girl, you ain't on crazy like crazy bone. Tryna make your money, tryna have no babies. Ride clean as well, so I pull in ladies. Laws on patrolling, you know they hate me. Music turn all the way up into the maximum. I got speakers, some boys try to jack with some, but we packing something that we have for um. We'll have a player locked up in the maximum. Security sale, I'm gripping old. Music loud and I'm tipping slow. T steady twisting like hit this small. Police pull it right behind while we sitting low. The windows down, gotta stop a we change boys like who is that producing? That's the plan skills when we out and cruising. Got warrants in every city except Houston, but I still ain't losing. They see me rolling, they hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. Back streets, wanted by the six times that I got hit. 
top to the block, we creep, creep. Pop, pop, hook cops don't see me on a low key. With no regard for the law, we dodge them like them all. But I won't get caught up and brought up on charges for none of y'all. Keep a same car in a business bar. Well, the best you want, the popping dog. Ready or not, we bust off in the air, crazy bone and chameleon. Yeah.
buses. Try to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous Play hard to get females get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are fancily clad and showing body A chick walks by you wish she could sex her But she's standing on the wall like he was Poindexter Next day's function, high class luncheon Food is served and you're stone cold munching Music comes on, people start to dance But then you ate so much, you nearly split your pants A girl starts walking, guys start gawking Sits down next to you and starts talking Says she wanna dance cause she likes the groove So come on fat so and just
Remember my talk before on my show, we have a relationship everywhere we go. You and the waitress, that's a relationship. Between you and your doctor, relationship. Between you and the mailman, relationship. Not going together, but the ones you communicate with daily, even the cashier. So we have to always think about what we say out of our mouth, what's going on, because everything involves communication, but you got to know how to communicate effectively and be kind with your words. You say a lot of stuff that can be harsh, but Jill is here to teach us all about the benefits of being kind and what it can actually lead us to. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome my guest, Jill. And Jill, thank you so much for being here, taking out your time to share with us this wonderful information. So foremost, how are you? Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here with you today. So I'm glad to oh, have can you. Can you hear me okay? Good. Yes, I can. I can hear you good, Jill. Terrific. So glad to be here and talk, share with you about kindness and your listeners, and it's all wonderful. Yes, Jill, first and foremost, let's get a little bit about your background. What led up to you actually starting this? Because you're also a CEO of a consultant firm. You know, yeah, I've been actually helping helping uh, small business owners get more publicity for, gosh, more than 20 years. And and in doing that, I work privately with people, and I also uh, teach publicity courses. Uh, I do them as live events and as live Zoom webinars, so I teach it all over the world and, you know, virtually too, so no problem. Um, and then I've been helping uh, speak and teach in corporate now, supporting teams to be more kind and companies to be more kind. Gosh knows we need all that right now, don't we? And um, just doing my best to spread the word not only of publicity, but also of kindness. Well, you know what? That's what we need more of. And that's really hard. Sometimes you get in a, we all understand. When we're at work, we get in that position where it looks like it gets chaotic and you don't have nothing else to say but flare up words out of your mouth. I've been in those situations and one thing leads to another and you both clashing at each other and it's like, whoa, did I just go there? Instead of you coming and trying to diffuse the situation, it doesn't always work like that. Right. And, you know, there are those kinds of situations. And when you're in the middle of it, um, one of the things I saw that worked really effectively with someone yelling at someone behind the counter was uh, the woman behind the counter said, you know, I I really hear that you're upset right now and I really want to help you. But in order to help you, I need two things. Number one, I need you to lower your voice and to please try to, you know, calm down a little bit so that we can resolve your situation, please know I want to help you. And she really came at it like that. She also said, you can't talk to me in that tone of voice. It's really not going to work for me to help you. So if you can calm down a little bit, I'll I'll help you. And I went, oh, wow, what a great tactic to help someone who's basically yelling at you and kind of losing it. You know, I I thought that was really excellent. That is an excellent point, Jill. But how do you get to that point? Everybody doesn't work like that or think the same way. Well, a couple things. Um, you're right. Never, but I think, you know, even with this woman yelling at her in a situation, by the way, that was 
very peaceful and spa-like. It was a spa, and she was very upset about her service. But, you know, that was a place where that was very inappropriate. The woman should not have been yelling, should have known better. I'm sure was upset, so in her mind was justified, and whatever happened, you know, happened. But the point is, um, losing it doesn't really get you anywhere. Uh, you know, it's that old, what are what are our parents used to teach us? The, you know, flies come to honey kind of kind of thing. Um, that's not to say you have to be dripping, but I think very firmly saying, "Listen, I'm upset right now, and I'd like you to help me." Uh, is very different than yelling at someone or losing it in the middle of a conversation. And I think we've all done it, meaning lost it. And it doesn't feel good. We all know that. Whereas kindness feels so much better and appropriately treating someone, you know, treating someone well feels so much better. We all know that. And we all know what that feels like. We also all know what I think it feels like to yell at each other or be in the upset moment. And I just know for me when I'm upset and when I'm about to lose it, um, I just tend to shut my mouth because it works a lot better (laughs) and uh, try to go to, as I call it, my own separate corners. You know, if I'm uh, I'm in a relationship fight or a friendship fight or a fight on the phone with someone in a utilities company, I mean, you'll laugh because when I was working on my chapter on patience, um, because in in Profit of Kindness, we talk about the return, return on kindness factor and multiple words that are part of the seven path formula to pay to kindness, one of which is patience. And during the chapter on patience, it was so interesting how everything came up to test my patience. I remember, you know, a call to the utility company that was amusing where I was on hold for an hour. Um, trying to order my iPhone 7, and after one hour, this was another time, after one hour of calling them, uh, you know, and in the time where I was about to pull out the credit card and I was actually about to give him the payment, the phone dropped. Now, to me, in my mind, the man should have called me back. Of course, he had my phone number. We were talking about my iPhone. And he never called me back. I I mean, I was just so upset. And I was actually about to go into, I do a lot of speaking around the country on all the topics of my books, mostly on publicity and certainly now on kindness. And um, I called back up and I told the woman that came on the phone next, I said, you know, here's what happened. And that was really upsetting to me. And I've now got 15 minutes before I have to go in and, you know, give a speech. So can you help me? You know, can you do it? And she did the order in about 17 minutes. And um, and that was great. And then here's what's interesting, just to take the story a step further. Because I'm, you know, of whatever and probably being in a hurry, she didn't really check my file for the fact that my phone needed more gigabytes than she ended up sending me. And there I got a phone that was completely wrong. So, you know, it was just like this sort of uh, comedy of errors, but it wasn't funny. And I think we've all had those moments, you know. So in the dealing with this iPhone, I probably spent, I mean, as I thought about it, between all the incorrect things, at least five hours, you know, between the ordering and then the getting wrong and then the having to take back and then the having to go to the AT&T store Probably more, probably more like seven hours, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, seven hours, 
That would be about right. So, you know, what are you to do, right? And all I kept doing was going up the chain at AT AT&T and spending more time and spending more time. And and then by the time I got to the highest chain of command, I said, you know, here's how much time I've spent. And please know this. And in that, they actually made a rare exception and helped me to return a phone after the time frame. That was amazing. And that was kind. And one of the things I said to him uh, was that I've been a very loyal customer over many, many years. You have to look at that and reward that. You know, during all this time, uh, it was frustrating. There were times of kindness. There was times of frustration. But even in, in the upset, basically what, I, what I've learned to do with my anger and upset is relay the incident and explain, you know, my loyalty. And typically that can work. <laughs> yeah. It can. I, yeah. I was just talking about. I was just talking about my daughter. That's why I'm glad you're here today. I was talking with my twin daughters. They're 11 years of age. About how to communicate effectively because when they talk to one another, they holler. And I ask mm. them. I don't. And I ask them why. And they can't really give a reason. And so I told them, you know, I need to get myself back into Toastmasters because that's. The organization that I'm still a part of, I just weaned myself away focusing on my radio show. And I was thinking, I said, you know what? We need to find a better way so my girls can learn that there there's a different way that you could tell somebody to do something without hollering. Because they'll holler back and forth, get in here, clean my room. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Now you wrecking my nerves because you don't know how to talk. So, and, 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 and I'm hoping to break that because we don't want it years down the road. You be in your 20s or 30s and you're still doing the same thing. And I told them, I said, do you think it would be right if my boss hollers at me? They said, no, mama. I said, exactly. Because if he hollers at us, no one will get any work done because we'll be looking at him like, are you crazy? I'm a grown woman and you're hollering at me like I'm a child. It doesn't make any sense. No one com- communicate and it, shuts, it actually shuts a person down when you're hollering at them. It's like, okay, now I, my whole... My whole system shut down. I don't even want to listen to you now because you're hollering. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, they're young, and teaching yeah. them the right way to communicate is important. Um, yeah, well, but, you know, one of, the things, one of the things I've noticed, because I'm in something called CEO Space, and they have their teen program, which is awesome, and, and what the kids go through to learn to communicate better. So you might want to look for groups that help you know, teens communicate and, and take it outside of the home so that other people can support you in this. Okay, most definitely. Now, Jill, I would like to talk about as far as in, it's so intense in this world, and I know we discussed a little bit about it, but what kind of things can we actually do to progress? Yeah, and, you know, there are intense moments. I mean, one of my one of my clients told me a great story. Uh, she was taken out to dinner in Boston. And um, in now, this is a woman. She is, and these are her words, describe herself, fat, black, gay. You know, uh, three things. <laughs> that's, that's how she describes herself. So in walks to this, to this dinner, a Marine uh, who's very, shall we say, opposite ends of the spectrum of, of her. And uh, with opinions opposite ends of the spectrum of her, and they were they were just cordially talking and 
she's saying, oh, I'm celebrating my birthday, and he was, whatever, celebrating something. The point is they are cordial conversations somehow veered into politics and different ideas, and as he was speaking, one of the things she said, like she said his voice was escalating, going up, and, you know, standing in his position, and, and she said, tell me more about that. Tell me more about how you feel about that. And I thought that was a great phrase that basically allowed him to communicate his very different views without any judgment. Um, and she just listened. Now, she's obviously she's a very, uh, very conscious person, a very uh, high-level person, and, and, and understands communication well. Because obviously, you know, anything else would have just led to a fight and probably a very ugly scene. Well, what happened with them, because she said those words and allowed him to express whatever he really wanted, was that by the end of the conversation, they're hugging and exchanging phone numbers, forming a friendship, and, you know, both really liking each other. And I'm going to tell you, they were at opposite ends of every spectrum there is. So how fabulous is that? You know, that's what happens when two very divergent views can come come together. And part of it is just listening. Tell me more what you Mm -hmm. mean by that. It's a very good expression to use when you don't agree, when you start yourself feeling boiling, you know, and you're ready to make that comment. Don't make it. Just say, tell me more how you feel about that. Right, and that allows what, some conversation without uh, without interruption. Right, right. Most definitely, I I agree with you 100% on that. That's what my mentor, Hazik Ali, teaches us. We actually had a challenge that was months ago on watching your TV. And when I told my coworkers, they're like, huh? Watching your TV? I said, your, transform- your transformation of vocabulary. So I, I, I didn't do so well. Because I did get upset, but it was a way to watch your words instead of you instead of you maybe saying good, maybe you'll say great, you know, instead of being negative, you'll put a positive aspect on it. And I said, that, that's a good thing. And as a matter of fact, I believe I'm going to start going back to it without even being a challenge. Just start watching what I say. And that's why I told my daughters, so help me, I told them last week, I said, instead of using this word, why don't you use this? It, it'll make you feel better and it actually change the whole action around. I know they're probably like, what is mom talking about? But eventually I'm going to keep working with them. And like you said, seek help with others because they're still young. They're still trying to choose their words and think it over. So we have work to do, but we'll get there. Now, also, Jill, in the beginning, I know we mentioned kindness brings you ROK, return on kindness. What is What exactly is that? Let's get a little build on it. Yeah, thank you. By the way, just so you know, i got about 10 minutes, so I just wanted to let you know that. Um, so uh, return on kindness brings a couple different things. Um, one is that most people are, re- are concerned about return on investment, you know, ROI, mm-hmm. right? Every company is concerned about ROI. So um, when you're concerned about rocks return on kindness it's a different formula and we have what i call seven keywords and just because of time maybe i'll go over about three uh great words for what i call a sevenfold pathway to kindness 
one of which is flexibility. You know, when you're working with people in your relationships with your kids, um, with your spouse, with your friends, you need to be flexible. These are wild times. They're different times. And I I think flexibility is, is an important key. So that means asking, you know, what works for your schedule? What is it that you like? The other day I got on the phone with my friend who hadn't, like, returned my call regarding getting together for a certain uh, going to a theater. And I started taking it personally. Wow, maybe she doesn't like me as much. You know, wah, wah, wah. um, Guess what? She just couldn't get a hold of the person that she was trying to ask, you know, about her other plans. And then she got sick. And then, you know, days went by. So it wasn't at all, of course, personal. And, you know, I think most of us start taking things maybe a little personally when we shouldn't or don't have to. So it's just something to be aware of, to watch what you take personally and know that normally it isn't personal. But anyway, being flexible is is key. Now, generous. How about generosity? Um, you know, giving people wide berths, so to speak, but also for instance, I, I teach a publicity course. Maybe in just a few minutes, I can share with your listeners about that. Um, oh, but, yeah, you know, I teach, go ahead, Jill. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I'll, I'll finish the point, and then I'll, I'll let you know. Um, so one of the things that, that when I teach a publicity course, although I teach it as a live Zoom webinar in one format for people who don't want to travel, I also teach it live, you know, like I just did one in New York. I'm doing one in Orlando, Florida, in Dallas, Texas, in Los Angeles, you know, um, in the Bay Area, all kinds of different places. And and I always make sure that I have a um, nonprofit who is part of my course, who you know, who helps. Um, and it's like a work exchange. They help me during the day. It's a day-long course, and I help them by being in the course, and then I let them come back so that they can just completely be, you know, a student and a participant. And that is my give back uh, to the community. That's making sure that I'm uh, always giving to a nonprofit. That's part of what I what I care about doing, and that's part of my kindness is giving back a publicity course completely free. So, you know, uh, I do a lot of public speaking, and one of the things I always say, for instance, in the Bay Area, just because I'm located in the Bay Area, is I tell people this. Listen, I give away a publicity course, and I'm always looking for a wonderful charity, a nonprofit to give it. Who do you know? Right? And then they always, there's always one or two who come up to me, and, and I'm able to very quickly and simply fill it. You know, uh, sometimes I'll post it on Facebook. I'm going to Orlando and looking for a wonderful nonprofit who would like to be part of my course. Who do you know? You know, so I'm always putting it out there. And that's part of that's part of, for me, my generosity. Find something to be generous about. So I think that's really important. It is. And it's also adding value to other people's lives out there who needs it. And just listening to you, it's a service that you don't mind offering because that's adding value back into your life. I'm giving you something. I'm not looking for a handout. I'm not looking for anything in return. But I want to add this value to your life that can somehow help you down the road. So I, I do. I love that, Jill. And I can feel your enthusiasm. You have that passion in you. Like, hey, I don't really have to do this, but I'm going to do it. 
because I want to give you something. You don't find people like that this day. That I, I'm telling you that now that is a true act of kindness. I, I love it so much, Jill. I really do. Um, oh, now, thank you. Oh, you welcome, Jill. Now, just as far as it goes with business, and because I know we got on that subject too. Um, what are some? How do you get? Well, as you said, giving, but how can someone like me or any other give first and still create kindness? Um, so, first of all, giving first is a wonderful kindness strategy. You know, in my other book, one of my other books called Networking Magic, we interviewed the best networkers across the country. And you know what the number one trait of a great networker is? Is uh, giving and, and giving first. And so in Profit of Kindness, I kind of picked up on that theme. And, and the point is, think about when you walk into a room, whether you're networking, uh, you know, maybe particularly in networking, think about what can I give and who can I help? And that is a really good place to start. Who, what can I give and who can I help? That's great questions to ask. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jill, go over those questions. What was those questions again? I, I, I got the first one. What was the last one? What can I do and who can I help? Those are great questions to ask. What can I do? Can I? You know, those are the same questions because I'm, I'm in network marketing, and those are always the questions that my mentor, Hazik Ali, teaches us. Who can I service today? What are your actual problems? Because everybody's problems are not the same. Everybody don't have the same situation. And your products might not be valuable for them. I think that's why a lot of times we go through the issues that we go through when we're doing any type of business because everybody don't need the same product. Everybody don't want help. Everybody don't want a credit repair. You know, you got to find the issues. And the only way you can find is by asking them, hey, what's going on? You know, get a little conversation going. So I'm telling you, Jay, you bring me back to so many things that I have been taught to actually do. Now, we living in well, this. Well, thank oh, you. We live in you I, and, I you know, the you, truth girl. is, oh, thank you. And the truth is kindness in business is relevant every day. Um, it's yep. relevant in your life every day. And, and one thing before we wrap up the show, I want to uh, mention to your listeners that's really important is, you know, most people talk about random acts of kindness. And I want I want people to practice conscious acts of kindness. Like, what do you need to do every single? What's one thing you can do every single day to be consciously more kind? And and you know, do it. So if if the end of the day comes and I haven't done a conscious act of kindness, I will send off a text. I will send off an email. I will make a phone call. Just do something that's kind. It's not like I'm saying, oh, well, here's my conscious act of kindness, but I am consciously doing at least one thing. I'm thinking of you today. I have a great referral for you today. Um, Give someone a smile. That's a conscious act of kindness. This doesn't have to cost anything. It doesn't even have to take a lot of time. But I really like your listeners to think about how can I practice a conscious act of kindness today? Right. One, at least what, one. 
Well, Jill, we still we still have time because the show the show doesn't end to one. Um, you know, you know what, sweetie, I I apologize. I I had thirty no, minutes booked. No, that's okay, Jill. I guess I want to ask this question because I know that kindness kind of helped beat out the competition. But how so? Like um, if I'm so, I, I work for a hotel, so. I, I don't know how that will operate. I, I, you know, we get a lot of guests that say, "Oh, the the staff here is so kind, da 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 da," and that makes me not want to go to this property. So I'm figuring, by us being so sweet and lovable the way that we are, you know, that shuts down the other competition, I guess. Yeah, well, part of that is being really um, over, shall we say, overgiving to to the guests. Doing, doing what it is that they want and need. Um, you know, I remember that one time, because uh, I travel a lot for, for work, and one time I checked into one of my, uh, I am a member of this hotel, a, you know, a consistent reward member, and I asked for an upgrade to the person. I was tired. I'd come, you know, after a long day of traveling, and the person said, uh, you know, I'm sorry, we we can't quite upgrade you, and you know, never did it. Now I know because I travel a lot that it was probably really possible for them to do an upgrade, and they chose not to. To be honest, I'll never stay in that particular property again. It didn't feel good. Whereas, you know, you go to another hotel or another place, and it's like, yes, what can I do for you? How can I help you? Very, very different approach. Very, very different feeling. Right, and that's what people be looking for. When, even if you go to the grocery store, we want that, want that warmth. I don't care if I'm looking for a loaf of bread. I need you to help me, because it, it it deters people away. So I can, I definitely understand that. And Jill, I appreciate the time that you spent with us on this show. Please, my listeners, please pick up Jill Lublin's book. It is Profit of Kindness. You can find it on Amazon. And it will just help you to establish those relationships that you're looking forward to. And you can also get it at Barnes & Noble. For further information, you can check it out at www.profitofkindness.com. Jill, thank you again, and you have such a blessed day. Thank you, darling. You have a blessed day, too. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Well, listeners, the All show right, is Bye, Jill. The show is not over. We're going to get back to continuing to listen to some of them good old tunes and if there's anything that you want to listen to please do call in at 347-426-3751 baby and you're listening to the bright side with technicia yo can i hear this record by rob bass and dj easy rock hey man you sure you want to hear this man you sure about that man all right Roundabout Manor, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Raw Face and DJ Easy Rock. Get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone because I get.
Okay, party people in the house, you're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. Yes, it's the original human beatbox, Dougie Fresh and his partner, the Grand Wizard, MC, Ricky, D, D, and that's me in the place to be. And we're going to show you how we do it for 85, kick it live, all right? Because um, I got a funny feeling um, you're all sick of all these crab rappers biting their rhymes because um, they're backstabbers. But uh, when it comes to me and my friend Doug Fresh here, there is no competition because we are the best, yeah. Finesse and press, which we approve. And y'all will realize that we are the move. So listen close um, so you all don't miss as we go a little something like this. Hit it! Oh, yeah. You know what? Lottie, Lottie. 
लारे 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 You know what? Your pieces, lordy, lordy. We like the party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We're just a man that's on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic. What? For all of y'all, keeping y'all in health, just to see you smile and enjoy yourself. 'Cause it's cool when you cause a cozy condition and uh, that we create. 'Cause that's our mission. So listen to what we say. Because this type of shit it happens every day. I woke up around 10 o'clock in the morning. I gave myself a stretcher, a morning yawning. Went to the bathroom to wash up. Had some soap on my face, set my hands upon a cup. I said, um, Mara, Mara, on the wall. Who is the top choice? Of the mall, there was a rumble dumble. Five minutes it lasted. The mayor said, "You know how you can see this bastard." Well, that's true. That's why we never have no beef. So then I washed off the soap and brushed the gold teeth. You know I love Olé 'cause my skin gets pale. And then I got the files for my fingernails. Due to the night and on my behalf, I put the bubbles in the tub so I could have a bubble bath. Clean, dry was my body and hair. I threw on my brand new Gucci underwear for all the girls I might take home. I got the Johnson's baby powder and the Polo cologne. Fresh dressed like a million bucks. Threw on the ballet. Shoes and the fly green socks. Stepped out my house, stopped short. Oh no! I went back in. I forgot my Kango, and then I dilly. Sally. I ran through her. I bumped into my old girl. Sally. From the. Sally. This is a girl plays hard to get. So I said, What's wrong? 'Cause she looks upset. She said, Um, it's all because of you. I'm feeling sad and blue. You went away, and now my life is filled with rainy days. And I love you so. How much you'll never know, 'cause you took your love away from me. <laughs> now what was I to do? Just crying over me, and she was feeling blue. I said, Um, don't cry, dry your eyes. Here comes your mother with those two little guys. Her mean mother stepped up, said to me, Hi. Look Sally in the face and decked her in the eye, punched her in the belly and stepped on her feet. Slammed the child on the hard concrete. The bitch was strong. The kids was gone. Something was wrong. I said, What is going on? I tried to break it up. I said, Stop it, leave her. She said, If I can't have you, she can't either. She grabbed me closely by my sock, so I broke the hell out like I had the chicken pox. But she gave chase. She caught up quick. She put her finger in the face of MC Rick. She said, Why don't you give me a plane so we can go cruising in my OJ? And if you give me that's okay. I give you all my love today. Oh, Ricky, 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 can't you see? Somehow your words just hypnotize me, and I just love your jazzy ways. So, Mr. Rick, my love is here to stay. And on and on and on she kept on. The bitch been around before my mother's born. I said, cheer up. I gave her a kiss. I said, you can't have me. I'm too young for you, miss. She says, no, you're not. Then she starts crying. I says, I'm 19. She said, stop lying. I says I am. Go ask my mother. And with your wrinkled pussy, I can't be your lover. <laughs> to the tick tock, you don't stop. To the tick tick, and you don't quit. Hit it. Don't never forget. Two years ago, promises is all I heard. Wait a minute. Let me finish. Two years ago. Prom- 
promises is all I heard out of your mouth. And now you want to walk away, boy, and tear down the walls in this house. You used to tell me sweet things, sweet things in the morning time. And all you do is hurt me. And think that everything is fine You better be careful what you say to me Cause it might turn around on you You better be careful what you do to me Cause somebody might do it to you Now who was there for you when your ass was out of work? All by myself taking little men to church So quick to hang up the phone when I step in the room Then you wanna turn it all around I'm getting tired of playing fool You better be careful when you Cause it might turn around on you You better be careful what you do to me Cause somebody might do it to you If the Wait a minute, let me finish Two years ago, didn't know you had me a friend Off up in college I found out you're still reaching out to some of them Mrs. Busybody You used to listen to me When you were down in law now you don't even respect me ever since i got laid off you better be careful what you say to me cause it might turn around on you you better be careful what you do to me cause somebody might
make the remix so deadly. Cause Al, Guma be my pal like Shazam. I'm running to you like shoes, oh you who's and I choose from the fly things that you do. Peru, you dudes, can't you see like total? Kissing you got Gina running for the boulder. Hit me on my car phone, and if you got the hydro with me, you can roll. Oh, we can take a stroll on the beach, but bad boy, don't take your love away from me.
all my listeners, it's been fun while it lasted. Please make sure you pick up Jill Lublin book, The Prophet of Kindness on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. But before I leave you, I want to give you the truth of the day from my friend Mary Ellen. Reaffirm your commitment by recognizing the fact has change. You can look at the nature of your commitments and reevaluate them. Have a discussion with any person involved in these commitments to make sure you honor all issues with integrity. Value all your commitments and relationships in the spirit they were originally made. Questions of honor and integrity are always dependent on knowing yourself, your goals, and your priorities. Today, maintain your commitments and and rejuvenate them. Enjoy the day, everyone, and happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Enjoy your day when it comes. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Technisha. I'm your host, Technisha, and I'll see you the next time through Blog Talk Radio, baby. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technisha. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. 